Welcome to the Launch Your Blog Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren McManus. I used to be a full-time tax accountant and CPA with a whole lot of limiting beliefs and I can'ts whenever I thought about starting my own business. Fast forward a few months and I quit my job after starting and growing my first blog to six figures in just a year. This is my space to share and yours to listen and grow about how to build and scale your own blogging business and design a life on your terms. Let's get started. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you're having a great day. I have another great guest with me today. I want to welcome Amira Irfan. She is a business lawyer, blogger, and business coach over at aselfguru.com. Welcome, Amira. Thank you, Lauren. I'm so excited to be here. So y'all, Amira is one of our pro blogger bundle students. She's taken all of our courses. And honestly, to this date, I think she's not only our most successful student, but she's also the student that has had the quickest success. And she has reached the level of earning over $75,000 in a single month with her business, which is mind-blowing. So I want to dive into that today because I'm sure our other students are going to want to hear all about that. But first, Amira, tell us more about what you do, your business, why you started it, all that jazz. Absolutely. So hi, everyone. My name is Amira Irfan. I am a business lawyer and a blogger and a coach now. So I I had been practicing law for over 10 years, and then um, I was working one-on-one with clients, but I wanted to take all of that into the online space. And I found Create & Go through a YouTube video. And I decided that, okay, you know, let me start my blog because before that I didn't even know blogging was a way to make money online. So I started my blog, aselfbrew.com by purchasing Create & Go's uh, pro blogger bundle at the time. And my blog um, helps entrepreneurs protect themselves legally through affordable legal templates and services like working one-on-one with me. And I also share my own blogging journey and my success to help you uh, become your own boss. That's awesome. Great example of taking your real experience, knowledge and experience from what you do in your everyday life and bringing it online to reach more people. So that's so awesome. Now, Amira, if I remember correctly, I always like to say that you, I mean, you honestly did have success quicker than almost anybody. I mean, you made your first thousand dollars within the first month or two, right? Correct. Yes. So what happened was that I took your course um, and I started creating products right away. So I earned my first thousand dollars through affiliate marketing, as well as selling my own digital products within my very first month of blogging. I love your story because you know, people ask us so often, you know, how long does this whole thing take? How long does it take me? Will it take me to earn some money with my business? And it's like, you know, it's, it's kind of up to you. I mean, and I use you as an example so often. And I always say, you know, Amira is not the average, she's far from it, but you are the example of what is possible when a, you really care, you really want it really badly. And B, you always, you also just dive into it because so many people are afraid 
to create their own products or, you know, maybe afraid is not the right word, but we feel this fear and overwhelm to put ourselves out there and to create something, not knowing if it's going to succeed. And you just did it. You did it and you earned a thousand dollars in your first month, which is just absolutely insane. Yeah, it was unbelievable because when I, I still remember till this day when I started uh, this pro blogging, when I purchased your bundle and I started my blogging journey, Lauren, I remember telling my husband at the time, like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I don't know if this is going to really work out. So he, he told me, well, just do it. Stop thinking. I think a lot of times our biggest problem is, I don't know, as business owner is that we think too much, right? We overanalyze, we, we're, we're our own self-critic. And I just listened to his advice. And I still remember, he's like, just do it. Think of it like a hobby. And if you make $1,000 in six months, it's a success, you know, what do you got to lose? So I think when you put things in that perspective and you just put in the work and you just believe in yourself and stop having the self-doubt creep in and the fears creep in, then, then you'll be amazed at how much you can achieve, you know? Yeah, for sure. It's, you know, getting into all that imposter syndrome and <laughs> limiting beliefs. And I think I'm actually going to do a podcast episode soon on comfort zone. And, you know, as it relates specifically to business, because that's exactly what it is, right? Is we just like to stay inside of our comfort zone and getting out of that and putting ourselves out there in, in our way is just so difficult sometimes, but at the end of the day, it's like you just said, it's like, what is the worst that can happen? I fail, but it's some wasted time. But the best case scenario, if you can end up making that kind of income that quickly, I mean, it's a no brainer, right? We just don't tend to think of it that way. Yeah, exactly. Because you think of it like, oh, I'm making an investment, I'm purchasing this course, whatever the amount is, am I going to recover that money? But then when you take action and you actually do it, you know, I recovered more than that in my first month. So for me, your pro blogger was completely worth it. And since then, everything is history. You know, I've made more than a million dollars from my blog and I never, ever imagined that, you know, so it's yeah, it really comes down to uh, believing in yourself and just taking action. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, and it also, if I remember correctly, you took a little bit of a different approach when you first launched because you really went hard into the networking, if I remember correctly. And that's kind of how you had a list of people or you had an audience to actually launch your product to, right? Because I think that you launched it as also as an affiliate program and you had been networking. Is that right? Do you attribute a lot of that to like your quick takeoff with this first product? Yeah, I think so. I mean, that definitely helped. I I don't like to work in like all by myself because blogging can be a lonely experience, right? So I wanted to network with other bloggers, other entrepreneurs like you and other successful entrepreneurs that I admire. And I wanted to, uh, plus they had my target audience, right? Because I sell, I created legal templates that all bloggers and entrepreneurs need, not just bloggers, but outside of the blogging, um, you know, freelancers, coaches, everybody needs these templates to make sure that their business is legal and their website is compliant. So it made sense for me to uh, collaborate and network with other entrepreneurs that had my target audience and to put my name out there. So whatever I needed to do as far as guest posting, podcast interviews, 
or just, um, you know, just having video interviews or whatever was needed. I did that. And yes, that definitely put my face and my products in front of a bigger audience than let's say if I was just working in my own little corner and you know what I mean? So it would have, it would have probably taken a little longer is instead of just um, networking. Yeah, because, you know, driving traffic and building your own audience takes time. But what's so cool about your approach, and it's one that I've seen other bloggers do as well by networking with other people, they're able to launch their products right away. And when you're able to, A, make those initial sales, which the money helps, right? Especially if you are incurring expenses with your business, but also just being able to get the first flood of sales and get your first initial testimonials to put in your sales page. You're able to kind of establish yourself very quickly without having to do all that traffic yourself, building the audience. And, you know, of course you still need to do those steps to build your own audience, uh, but you've already kind of gotten a foot in the door there. And so, yeah, it's really awesome. I love that you just kind of took our strategies and, you know, ran your own way with them in this way and found success so quickly. Um, well, let's talk for a minute about, you know, what you sell and and that's those legal templates. Tell us a little bit more about that. And, you know, at what stage bloggers and business owners should be, you know, worried about this sort of stuff or making sure that, you know, they are covered here. Yeah. So at the bare minimum, when you start a blog, you, before you launch, you should have like three legal pages on your website. They're called first one is privacy policy. It's a legal statement that informs the visitors on your website that what kind of information you're collecting from them and how are you going to use that information. So for example, if I come to your blog, Lauren, and I give you my name and my email address, I have now just provided my personal information to you. So I have the legal right to know, like, what are you going to do with that info? So that's what the purpose of a privacy policy page is on your site. And then the second page that you should also have on your site before you launch your blog is a disclaimer. So a disclaimer is basically a legal statement and document on your site that uh, serves to limit your legal liability for the content that you publish. So as bloggers, you know, talking about even myself as a lawyer, I'm publishing a lot, a lot of legal tips, but I don't want that information to be construed as legal advice by people. And same way, if you're, let's say in the medical or health niche, you want to make sure that you protect yourself um, and you don't want people to take that information and use it against you. Because the reality is that having working as a lawyer for so many years, I've seen lawsuits in all shapes and sizes and you, it's so easy to get sued, you know? So you just want to protect yourself. That's the purpose of the disclaimer. And also if you're using affiliate links on your website, then you also have a legal requirement requirement under the federal trade commission to disclose your affiliate relationships. You know, that's something that's required. So your disclaimer page kind of outlines those policies as well. And then the last thing you should have on your website um, is what's called terms and conditions. Think of them as your website rules, like what you permit, what you don't permit. Um, You know, it also works to uh, protect, you know, theft and protect your copyright um, and intellectual property. And also like kind of tells your visitors that what are your policies towards, you know, your products and things like that. Like if you have a refund policy or not, no refund policy. So it has a lot of important information um, in that page. So those are the three essential legal pages that you should have 
on your website before you launch, but it doesn't really stop there. When I first created my product, that's the first product I created because I know bloggers were struggling with writing those legal pages on their own. But once you start growing your business, no matter if it's a blogging business or not, you're going to need additional legal templates depending on what you're doing. For example, you know, I remember as a blogger, when I hired my virtual assistant, I needed a virtual assistant contract, you know, some sort of a freelance contract um, to protect myself as the client and things like that. So you're going to need additional templates. And if you visit my legal store, you'll see tons, like, I don't know, like 25 or 30 different legal templates available to you for different, different uh, reasons. Yeah. And y'all, Amira's templates are awesome. We are an affiliate for her uh, templates, of course, because we have all these blogging students who who need help with them as well. And I can tell you that the alternative is pretty expensive. I've had my accountants write up various uh, contracts and stuff for us in the past. And we've also at some point paid lawyers to help us with documents and it's expensive. And, and the other alternative is you just Google search these kinds of templates and you you get templates that often just aren't good enough or they don't cover everything. Uh, and Amira is very good with knowing, really being on top of what bloggers and these types of business owners need. And um, yeah, we'll be linking all of her resources and her legal templates in the description uh, if you're interested in checking them out, uh, but highly recommend them. She's very thorough with them. Um, well, awesome. Uh, Amira, let's see, what else do I want to ask you about? What about your traffic? What does your traffic scene look like? Where do you get a lot of your traffic or where are you focused most when it comes to traffic? So in my first and um, second year, I really focused only on Pinterest and it was going really well. But then, you know, with Pinterest, there's always algorithm changes and traffic goes up and down. So I realized like after like maybe six months into blogging that that was a mistake to just focus only on Pinterest. I, so I started focusing on SEO as well. And that's one of the mistakes I, I admit I made is like, I didn't focus on SEO right away because again, I got very busy with uh, trying to launch products of my own and then writing blog posts. And so I had a lot going on. Plus I was working full-time as a lawyer at the time when I started my blog. So my time was like awfully limited. Like I would only spend for like two to three hours a day. And then sometime on the weekends, that's, that's all I could do. So SEO just kind of got neglected. Um, but then when I realized that uh, relying on Pinterest or just Facebook, but one good thing I did do is I created my own Facebook community. So I do, I do get a decent amount of traffic from my own community too, but then I started focusing on SEO uh, later on. And so, yeah, those are really the two primary sources but then once the business scaled to the first year, scaled to six figures, um, then I knew I had some money to start investing into Facebook ads and, you know, paid channels. So I started, um, you know, in my second year of business, I started running ads and uh, try to get traffic that way as well. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Sounds like a very similar trajectory to <laughs> us for sure. And, you know, it's like we can beat ourselves up for not focusing on SEO from the beginning. But like you said, you honestly just can't do it all. You just can't keep your focus on everything. And it's like we teach, we actually teach not to do that because you're going to end up dropping the ball in other places. If not SEO, you know, you would have taken longer to create your products or whatever. So it, it is what it is. I think that there's a reason why 
you know, we do things when we do them. So when it sounds like it's been working great for you. So, well, my next question is what is next for you? What's next on the agenda? Do you have more products in the pipeline or plans to expand into other traffic channels uh, or just to chill? <laughs> yeah, no, that's a great question. Um, I remember even the last time when we spoke, Lauren, um, and, you know, when you, you and I had done the interview, you had asked me this question and I remember answering that whatever my audience wants. And at that time, I didn't know it was like maybe a couple of years ago, but that's exactly what I've done. So every single template, every single product, every single thing that I've done with my blog has been what my audience has asked for. So no, none of the templates are there just for the sake of being there, right? So I don't waste my time creating something that I know no one's going to buy, no one has interest in. So that's really been my goal. And that's what I've been doing. It's just, uh, for example, like I remember like a few weeks ago, a lot of my, um, you know, email subscribers and customers started reaching out because they were worried about ADA, American with Disabilities Act. So as you might be aware, that is also a law that where we have to make our websites accessible to people with disabilities. So I just launched, as a matter of fact, today, a new ADA bundle. So this way people get the guide, they get the checklist, they get the template for their website, they get the plugin recommendations and things like that so that they can make sure that their website is compliant. So again, I wouldn't have launched this product if none of my customers reached out to me. You know, so my point being that that's the goal. That's what I'm going to keep doing. Just, you know, creating uh, products and making sure that focusing more on these, uh, you know, uh, SEO efforts, like SEO, as you mentioned, is a big thing. It takes time. So just making sure that, um, you know, I'm I'm doing things in terms of SEO correctly and just having these products in the pipeline. Awesome. Well, it sounds like you're on the right track and congrats on launching the latest ADA uh, templates. I will say that this is no joke, y'all, these ADA lawsuits. And it's something that I haven't yet openly discussed with my audience because to be honest, I didn't want to scare anyone. Um, We have more of a beginner blogger focused audience and I didn't want to freak people out about lawsuits from the moment that they get started but Alex and I did get hit with one of those lovely love letters from the guys over in California that are, you know, sending out all these slap suits to everybody. And we had to hire a lawyer earlier this year to help us get it resolved. And it was really horrible. And I just did an interview with Debbie Gartner. And uh, we also were discussing it after the episode. And she was telling me that she knows of a lot of different uh, bloggers that it has happened to. So it sounds like it's just becoming more and more normal. And it just makes me really sad to see people getting hits with these lawsuits. And, you know, I don't want to go all into it now because I actually do want to do a whole episode about it um, just to kind of raise the awareness for people. But I think that it's perfect timing that you came out with that, with everything going on. Yeah, absolutely. And I also have lawyer friends in New York is one of the biggest states. And then California, you know, all the big states are, um, you're, there are a lot of predator lawyers out there, right? So their whole sole purpose is to slap you with these, um, you know, letters and lawsuits. 
So yeah, I, you're absolutely right. I have been seeing a lot of that and I've been talking to my fellow lawyers and um, I had, he actually had a case where uh, they settled for $50,000. So it's no joke, you know, it's definitely um, a large amount. And again, lawsuits come in all shapes and sizes. So yeah, you're right. It is something that we have to be now concerned about and make sure that our website is compliant. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, man. Well, all right. On that sour note, uh, it just honestly leaves a pit in my stomach when I think about people being taken advantage of. It's that you just said it so correctly, like predator lawyers and, um, you know, these poor business owners that just don't know any better, you know, and they're, they're exploiting a law that is designed to protect disabled people. And, you know, it's just really, really sad. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's why like I wanted to create a solution for it. And I had a lot of and I've seen a lot of bloggers also get sued too, even in the Facebook groups, you know, complaining and things like that. So that's why I I wanted to create this bundle so that I could uh, help people avoid that because it is it's a complicated law, too. You know, it's not black and white. So. um, So, yeah. So I hope this bundle will help a lot of bloggers. Yeah, absolutely. Well, there you have it, y'all. There's so much to the legal side of blogging and having a business like this. And we tend to not think of it as being that big of a deal. You know, we tend to think that we're flying under the radar and that if we do the bare minimum or do the basics, we'll be okay. But at the end of the day, you really don't always know. And it's important to make sure that you are legally covered, that you have all your bases covered and it's worth it to spend a little bit more money to invest in those things in the beginning, especially when you have something, when you have a business that's of any value to you whatsoever, you need to make sure that you protect it. And we are all grateful for people like Amira who are helping us keep our blogs legally protected. Well, Amira, tell our listeners where they can find you. Absolutely. So the easiest way to find me is in my Facebook group, a self group is blog community. If you want to have instant access to me, or otherwise, you can always visit my blog at aselfgroup.com and you can help yourself with tons of freebies that I have and also hundreds of blog posts on all kinds of business and legal tips for free. So you can, um, you know, check out the website for more information. Awesome. And y'all, of course, I will link these resources and Amira's templates and everything in the show notes. Well, thank you so much, Amira, for joining us today. Oh, it was my pleasure, Lauren. Thank you so much for having me. All right, y'all. That's it this time. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Launch Your Blog Biz podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. And please share the love by leaving us a review if you loved this episode. And if you want to learn more about how you can launch and grow your own blogging business, make sure to check out our website at createandgo.com.